0: Aspire to dream. Aspire to achieve. Aspire to lead. Aspire to forge your own path. I'm Josh Booth. On behalf of the Aspire team, I want to welcome you to Chapter 4 of The Story of an Entrepreneur with our special guest, Edward Crawford, and host, Thomas Kelly. This chapter takes us deep into Crawford's strategy for success in the merger acquisition field. Seek out small business company with low performance but high potential, find the right management, and make it happen. At the same time, make friends with banks in a symbiotic relationship to restore ailing but viable companies to profitability. In this chapter, you'll also hear how Ambassador Crawford helped to settle one of the longest strikes in UAW history with a win-win-win for all involved. This is Aspire Chapter 4, The Corporate Doctor.
1: Uh, Mr. Ambassador, I think it's time. We've talked about uh, much of your early career as an entrepreneur, and now you've grown your company, The Crawford Group, from really from nothing to a substantial company with and through uh, mergers and acquisitions, you have several, what would you call them, subsidiaries?
2: At that time, uh, we the revenue, it's, it started with that little can company that we yes. talked about. and yes. uh, Which was about 4 or $5 million. And at this point, we're talking 20 years later. Right. A lot of acquisitions. And uh, I understood finally that the banks, okay, a lot of the banks had lots of co- small companies that they had problems with, you know. So I started... Thinking, why do I have to put all my money into this? Why don't I get the bank to help? So I started talking to the banks and say, look, I'm an entrepreneur. I've only been doing this for a few years, but it's pretty successful 30, 35 year career. And I can fix small companies. I can help these people and the owners and so forth. They didn't want to foreclose. People like Farmers Bank was a big bank in Estabilo at that time. Mm -hmm. And that's where Conneaut is. So I went to the president of the bank and I said, do you have any companies that I can invest in? side-by-side side with, the, with the owners, and I don't care what the problem is. If it's a problem, it's a problem. I've faced most of them in the last 25 years. They liked the idea. And They started me introducing, which led to me to others. So the Park Ohio story lightens up. The revenue is probably $250 million.
1: Mm-hmm. And this I, is a public company?
2: No, it's, this is Crawford Group. Oh, but Park Ohio is a public company. Pu- yes. I was very happy doing that. And then I decided, I read, kept writing this story about Park Ohio, this company that was in trouble. A publicly traded company, famous company, Park Drop Forge and Ohio Crankshaft. And they had labor problems. They had all the problems that I really understood. Yeah. From dealing with smaller businesses. We
1: want to focus for a minute on what I consider one of your most important entrepreneurial moves. And that is when you went to talk to Farmers Bank which is a small bank in one of the rural counties.
2: Astabula County.
1: Astabula. You told them about your expertise for many years before you sat down with them. You had been acquiring companies, small companies. Yes. That were in trouble. Yes. And your talent was taking a good look at a small company with a lot of problems and seeing how almost like a, a clock repairman. You would take a look and say- A corporate doctor. A corporate doctor. I like that. And you would take a look and say, you know, I think I can fix this up and get this company back on its feet. And so it's worth investing in. When you went to the bank and told them that, you opened a new door to almost a new industry where you worked with the banks. Now, the bank's interest, it seems to me, was, okay, they've got a failing company on their books. They're going to lose money when that company goes belly up. If it does. And
2: most likely, it will go belly up. At that stage, most of them were in in serious trouble. There were also companies in there, there was lack of succession, which was unbelievable. Small companies doing $20, $20 million in sales. The entrepreneur made the money, sold it, no one in the family wanted it. There was a lot of little pieces of the pie. But the most important thing is I had to go now deal with the equity people, the people that own the company. And I had to go there and explain them the same thing. And I had to convince them that I could do this and I want to put in a, an investment in the company. But I intended on owning the company you know, at a fair price. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely blunt with them and open to them.
1: So you had to deal with the company, plus you dealt with the bank. And it turned into your idea ended up being a win-win-win for the little company,
2: for the bank, and for you. Not in that order, because the one that gained the most out of it was the family. In other words, they were polarized. They were stuck. They were looking for an answer. No one would lend them money. The bank wouldn't lend them money. They want to get paid. It's a crisis to them. All small companies, I specialize in going into small rural areas, these were good handshake deals. They believed in me. And in a lot of cases, Mr. Kelly, they didn't have a choice, mm-hmm. and and many
1: were family-owned businesses. Yes, many. Many uh, of those were succession problems, yes. where they had people running the company doing a good job. Then they passed on or they moved on. It moved to the next generation, and the new and there was manager- no one there. Wasn't competent, or yeah. wasn't even there at all.
2: We, we're talking about small companies. It starts there. All of a sudden, I realized that you know I had a particular skill, and my team had a skill. I had already learned to bring people along with me. So we were running Crawford United, and we were unbelievable. Like a, a gentleman named Felix Torric, I call him Boss Hog McLaughlin, who Boss Hog <laughs> with the white suit. You know something? Today sure is going to be a day worth getting up for. He ran the big aluminum company for me in Conneat, Ohio. So I was interested in a company down in Columbiana, and I started negotiating with him, but I could, not, I could not get through the fact that they had a very tough union there that was very unhappy with the management, and they didn't care about anyone at that time. They were just being brutal, unreasonable. But I understood it. I understood their position. But it was put up for sale by a public company that had it as a unit. So I wanted to get information on the company. So Boss Hogg McLaughlin, who had, at this time, I was in Kanye. That's where Crawford Group was based out of. I bought the racetrack, the dirt track. (laughs) You did? Yeah, there. Because every little town all in northern Ohio and in Pennsylvania had dirt tracks. So I bought that dirt track, Speedway 7. And And, they raced like many? No, full stock car racing Saturday night. Uh Uh-huh. And I had that for two. The reason I bought it, there was no movie theater, theater in Conneaut, and there's no no place to go. No no decent bars. So we everybody had no, went to the dirt track. Everyone went to the dirt track on Saturday. It was a, <laughs> it was a ball. You know? mm-hmm. And my mother, my mother was still alive at the time. She loved it. I had to build her up on top of the, the thing. I built her a little penthouse, a little, a little cottage sweet. for her. So, you know, <laughs> air could transfer and stuff. It was unbelievable. She uh-huh. came to every single race. <laughs> now we're going to switch to the, probably the biggest step. I kept hearing about Park Ohio and the company and their problems and so forth. And the longest strike in the UAW history was in place at that time. They had illegally shut down Park Drop Forge, a very famous company, making land parts of landing gears, but more important, diesel locomotive crankshafts. Mm-hmm. Very, very important company. And, and where they, was this company? On Harvard Avenue in Cleveland. Okay. And what happened is... They decided to manage these brilliant guys who are running Park, Ohio, decide they were going to move all the customers and everything down to Alabama to get away from them. Well, they broke every labor rule possible, okay? UNAAW had them locked in on three federal lawsuits. It looked very dismal, very dismal. And how long had this been going on? 12 years. 12 years? 12 years. Okay. But I had a lot of experience with labor, you know? hmm because a lot of the places I had, if, if there was questions, I was able, to, always able to get a compromise. Get it. I said, you know, I'm going to buy some stock. It was mm-hmm. two dollars a share.
1: This is Park Ohio. Park it's Ohio,
2: two dollars a share.
1: The Umbrella Company was two dollars a share, and you know, that,
2: all Park Ohio was two dollars a share.
1: Yes, and that was was that mainly because of the 12-year strike.
2: The strike, losing money every year, bad management. But more important, they were stars compared to the management of this company. They had been there.
1: So this great company, this 100-year-old company, is in
2: the doldrums. Badly. They're in trouble. Right. And you come along. So I come along and I said, you know something? This is a public company. Maybe I should be in the public arena. And all the entrepreneurs out there, you all know how, how hard it is to borrow money. Even if you're a successful entrepreneur. And how they make you sign personally. I'm talking to you directly. Listen to me. You know what I mean. You have to sign personally for every dollar you get from the banks. That is treacherous. And the more successful you are, the more money you got to borrow. So this is not a pretty picture. I look at Park Ohio and I start buying the stock. And I've got the lawyer now and he says, you know, if you get 5%, you're going to have to file. Did you have 5%? SEC. SEC. And I said, I don't think I'll do 5%. Another month goes by and he says, you know, I might as well, you know, this is not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So I I go over the 5% and file. The next day, there's an article in the Plain Dealer talking about this transaction or the fact that this had happened.
1: They had taken notice.
2: More than taken notice because basically it was leaked out to me that their reaction to this thing is, if Mr. Crawford, Edward Crawford, has any interest or believes he can get a board seat on Parko House board, we are vigorously going to oppose him. <laughs> vigorously going to oppose me. That sounds like the same language you heard before about...
1: Cleveland Steel uh, Container.
2: Yeah. Education, background. Mm-hmm. Not the right education, not the right background. Rejection. Yeah. Rejection again. Again. I'm set up for rejection again. and That's why what was amazing is they absolutely panicked. And they gave me the idea. So I started going after. I figured I can do this. So I start buying more stock. And I'm getting, and I'm really a pain now. And I said, I want to go on the board of directors. So they were fighting me. That took six months. Finally, they said, look, he's not going to go away. So why don't we just bring him on the board? So he says, at least we got him on the board. He can't do any adverse to the company. He's misunderstood. He's this Crawford. He's <laughs> I don't know where the hell he came from. But the question is, he surely is not smart enough to figure this out.
1: But they made sure you had no allies
2: on the board. Well, it was better than that for them. They settled up better than that. We go to the first meeting and they were making doing so many crazy things. I said, you should start. We have to settle this strike. Get out there and get in there and talk to them, you know, and see what you can do with them. They're, they're, they're normal people. Absolutely not. We are not gonna internet you know, da da da. So normally if you have two seats, I can make a motion. I make a motion to the board that we open up discussions with the UAW, but you need a second. As long as I didn't get a second, they didn't have to vote. And as long as they didn't have to vote, they were not on record.
1: And they didn't have to pay any attention to you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Seven months, eight months, four meetings zero they're ignoring me and i keep making motions (laughs) that they they keep ignoring me Mm -hmm. so finally things were getting really desperate with the uaw the pressure was really on so dick sheets the chairman of it says ed you got a lot of experience in this area. what would you do i'd sell a company if i were you but you're never going to work it out with the management you have and where you are you're never going to happen and you'll never get this settled so the answer is simply sell it. One guy seconds it, so we put it up for sale. Well, I know that no one's going to buy it, you know. So they bring in a, firms from New York City, and Lehman Brothers won the bidding, and they send these two team in to talk to the board about selling it, and they were going to sell it for eight dollars a share. Sell the whole company. The whole company, eight dollars a share, which Park, is Ohio. Now, yeah, which now is selling it's currently two. Right. We could. They can get eight. I say they're not getting eight. They don't, you know, they're not getting eight at all. Now, I got stock. Right. Yeah. So the stock is moving up on it already. So it's already $5 because of the potential it might be sold. So I'm in in high cotton here. Okay. But I'm not finished yet. Yeah. But you could cash in right then. That's exactly right. But I didn't go in there to make money. I was doing fine with the family and everything Mm -hmm. else. So Mm -hmm. I just said, okay, why not? Why not do something more spectacular here? Let's enter it. If they give us a chance, then they said, why don't you bid on the company?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I and they said, you know it the most. I said, oh, well, I'll bid on the company. You know, I said, but to be efficient here, tell me a price that you, the board would accept. If they would accept it, I'll see if I can get it, raise the money to do it. I don't have the money right now. And they said that as they come back and they said, well, special thing, $7 for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I said, I'm not interested. And he said, Really not interested? No. And he said, Well, then we have nothing to talk about. I said, it Is it, it sounds like you're excusing me from the board meeting? You know, I, we have nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Does it mean because I can't pay seven raise money to buy this thing for seven dollars a share? And they now they felt a little heat coming. You know, I had something else in mind. Mm-hmm. 24 hours later, I get a call from a gentleman named Tom McGinney. He's on the board. Mm -hmm. He said, let's get together. He says, Ed, what do you have in mind? Everyone knows you've got something in mind. Where do you want to go here? I said, I'd like to have you. I can fix this company if I can get a deal with the UAW, but I can't pay $7 a share. I can probably pay $5 a share. I can raise the money. And proviso that I can settle the strike. I need a commitment from the board And he said, well, how are you going to raise the money? I said, I'm not going to raise the money. I'm going to do something. It's better for the company and all the shareholders. And even even you and everyone that's here has been screwing up this company. I'm going to sell you one of my private health companies. It's doing $20 million in sales and making $2.5 million.
1: While Park Ohio is making nothing, losing money.
2: Right. And Park Ohio had what no one seemed to... Realize or think about is had an NOL net operating loss carry forward. I knew if I could get the company for the first 30 million dollars, I was going to earn, I was not going to pay taxes. So I wanted to put in Marsh Allen, Marshall and Allen Beadle mm-hmm. on the west side, made all the tins and everything else. I was buying that company from them at that time. That's what happened. It was an earnout. I was going to get anywhere between 18 and 20, 25 percent of the company. They thought but the earnout Marsh Allen was idling at that time. I had a two years to pump it up we I had already bought Marsh Allen, closed on it, been running it for a year. It was even more profitable, and I said to them, "Here's a chance: you acquire Marsh and Allen and give me some cash and an earnout based on the profits, and I don't want it in cash, I want it in stock."
1: In Park, Ohio stock. In Park,
2: Ohio stock. Mm -hmm. And that day we settled on all that. And I'll talk about the UAW in a moment. We own 38% of Park, Ohio. 38% of that company destroyed and beat up. Union strike. Everything going on in the world. No one wanted it. At NOL, could I turn the company around? I thought I could. I've been doing it for 20 years. It was exciting from the standpoint that if I could do that, I could be in a public company, still keep Crawford Group in the private side, get a public company. And the long and short, in my mind, I was thinking about that NOL. And this is a company that 22 years later is, is doing $1.6 in sales. Hmm. And incidentally, we still have 38% of the stock.
1: They're doing $1.6 yeah. And how much are they taking home? Taking home? Uh,
2: what's the net profit? Well, we don't talk about net profit. Oh, we don't. Okay. <laughs> I'll answer it this way. The stock went from $5 to one
1: times $60. $60 a share? Yeah. And you bought it originally for two. So, so you're doing all right.
2: For an Irish person working <laughs> his way up, I'm doing okay, Kelly. We should be talking about the people that helped me do this. Okay. Oh, well, let's do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are people around. We were able to hire some people. This set the, the groundwork for my son. He joins the company in in ninety five.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He wouldn't have joined the company if he didn't didn't have a big future in front of him. So I was able to go out and get some personnel, some people that could really play that had been in public companies. I hadn't been in a public company. I knew I could fix the problems. And I had mm-hmm. a, a, two meetings with the UAW, and they were they were ugly meetings. But the reality of it, we we got an agreement. Parker hired fired all their employees and put replacement workers in there. And I said. If they left there, they can have their jobs back tomorrow. You're
1: talking about union jobs. Yeah. UAW. UAW. You're going to re-up with the UAW, restore the company to the way it used to be with UAW workers, the strike over, everybody
2: back to work, everybody working toward the same goal. That's exactly and I kept the the, the replacement workers because I was I had already taken two new contracts because I told the people I want I'll take this business if I can settle it. I, I had the same thing. Everything was contingent on the fact that I could get a compromise there and get it done. And how did you
1: finally settle a 12-year-old historic strike? Was it you jawboning with the UAW reps?
2: It's the right picture. The word is not jawing. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they were in a very powerful position they never anticipated that someone would guarantee to take all their people back right and you would did i hear you say you would not only take back
1: all the uaw workers that wanted to come back right with a new contract right blue skies right but you would keep the replacement
2: workers? Yes, because i had And them. would
1: you flip them into the UAW? they joined join the UAW.
2: you got to have employees. It doesn't, you know, if if they're running the HR department, why should I have professional people not running it as long as they're running it and making sure things are right until the business today still got the same customer and still in the same building? And it still has the same UAW. Over on Harvard. Over on Harvard. Hey, I'm trying to think
1: like an entrepreneur here and a young entrepreneur. Would-be entrepreneur would want to ask, you'd want to dig in deeper about, well, how did you do that? How did you come up with the idea that you could take a company that you owned, a smaller uh, family business, but healthy and not so small, like $20, 25000000 and flip that into the deal for Park Ohio to make it work, where lack of funds to outright pay for uh, Park Ohio you kind of finesse that so that you didn't have to go to some bank and take out a big loan at high percentage rates back in the Mm mid-90s. How did you figure all that out? Was it just you in your head that kind of looking at the chessboard said, hey, you know, I can move this piece over here, move this over here. It would end up that the current Park Ohio guys would end up happy and get paid off. The union people would end up happy. The people at my small business company, would everything works out for everybody. How did you figure that out? Where do you learn to do that?
2: Well, you don't learn to do it. You know, it uh, you, you can't, you sure can't get it in an NBA class, you can't get it in. The only way you can get that knowledge that you can trust, you know, is just asking questions of the right people. And you I got to be very good at asking for questions, and more important, asking for help. I said, "Look, I don't know this. This is the way I understand this thing. Uh, can I do this? Can I do that?" The lawyers that that, that were at Park Ohio, they were aggressive. And they they were, they were fatigued. So I got a couple other lawyers, in and I said, "How can? What's a compromise here? What can we do? What can we offer these people that they're willing to take?" I think it we starts with their jobs. I'm talking with a com- committee that was there, there's six of them, and they were there, they were the union leadership when they went on strike. They still haven't worked in 12 years. Those guys are crying to solve this problem. I know they want to solve this problem. You know, everyone wants to solve this problem. Downside is Parker House going out of business.
1: Right.
2: I just keep asking the right question to the right people and listen to the best answer. And then it's my as Matt says, if dad's making a big decision, he takes five people in the company on the executive office. Here's the way it runs. He, he goes in and says, I want you all in my office at you know, 10 o'clock. And he said, this is what's on my mind. This is what I want to do. I want to make a decision now. We've talked about it for a week, week and a half now. Speak based on time and service. And through that, you get to a consensus. Now, maybe it's not an answer the other side's going to accept, but at least you have an answer. There's a, there's an ad there uh, one of those, uh, one of the famous movie stars is uh,
1: fortune favors the brave.
2: I learned that quote back at Ignatius. Yeah, and, and it's boy, in Latin. That is that
1: is that true? Fortune favors the brave. And that is that is true, isn't it? Oh boy, that's kind of a motto for entrepreneurs, isn't it? Well, it 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 should be if it isn't. Oh, was this a Consistent a plan, a consistent mo for you making a big decision, you'd get five of your among the highest ranking, but the five that were most knowledgeable about whatever decision you were making, you'd bring them into the boardroom. It'd be stark. No, no, in my office, no coffee. There is no boardroom at this time. (laughs) Okay, no, no coffee, no donuts, no. How you doing today? No small talk. Everybody stays standing. And in short order, in one day, you get the feedback from the key people. You evaluate, and by the end of the day, you're going to make your decision. Yes, is that how you work? Yes, typically. Typically. And so you've made many decisions that way.
2: Well, I've learned if you get other people to be part of making decision, really part of making decision, they get smarter too. It, it takes a certain amount of courage to be part of an, a big, a big session like that. I think that it's a process. You need people that know things better and can do better than you can. You need people, as I said, You need guards on the football team. They don't want to be the quarterback. They don't want to be the fullback. They don't want to be the owner. They want to be the guard, the guard, the right guard, and they want to be the right guard. And they want to the respect. That's who they are. They want to be happy to go home to their family. It's powerful because everyone that believe and if they realize, realize that the person that ultimately has the decision is going to make the right decision, whatever, whoever has the best idea then it becomes my idea. Well, you know something, that's kind of a little little joke, but it's not, it's true. Mm -hmm. If there's a better idea in that room with those five people, I'm on that side. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, that's your idea. Exactly. No, and it's
1: true because you have to pull the trigger.
2: Well, everyone in that room understands that I'm going to be, that's the way I'm going to think. It's not, I'm not in there to sell you my idea. I'm in there to solve this problem and make a decision today. What's your best thought? And they know if they come, something better comes out of it, a consensus, then I'm going to go with that and say, what, well, my idea, this is how you got to lead people and how people get the respect. It sounds
1: like you're saying an entrepreneur, people picture that as a loner out there, a white knight, fighting on his own, coming up with his own ideas. But what you're saying is the successful entrepreneur is never successful alone.
2: No one is successful alone. Period. And life isn't set up to be successful alone. People just, some people don't understand that. But simply, that's a fact. And the fact simply is that that
0: process is essential to leadership. You might want to listen to Chapter 4 again to glean all the good advice and strong principles expressed, a virtual guidebook for would be entrepreneurs. When you've digested the valuable information, you'll want to move on to chapter five to find out what the successful entrepreneur does in his spare time, if he has any. I'm Josh Booth. Thanks for listening.